Warrior Princess Nation. Welcome back and thank you for listening to the Princess Chronicle podcast. This is Nikisha. I'm so excited for what God has for us today. So grab your Bibles, pens, journals, and let's dive in. Hi, Um, this month is the month of June 2019 and I'm super excited because We're going to put a little structure to these podcasts, and this month we are going to talk about faith, Um, and particularly today we're going to talk about having radical faith. Now, I know what you're saying. A lot of people often say, you know what, I just, I don't have faith. I just, I lost my faith. I don't have faith. Um, But we're going to put it into that lie because uh, Romans 12 and 3 says that God has given to us all a measure of faith. So we do have faith, and we exercise our faith every day. Every time we sit in a chair, we have faith that chair is going to hold us. We don't question the manufacturer. We don't do any of that. We just kind of plop down. Uh, If you're me and tired and exhausted, you plop. Um, You don't just sit. And so you plop down into a chair and you expect that that chair is going to do what the manufacturer said it could do, hold you. Um, And we, we have faith in that. We believe in that. Um, We do, we exercise faith every single day. But I want to direct that faith um, to the one that it should be directed to, and that's God. Um, Really, truly believing that God has our best interests at heart, that he is a promise keeper, he will do what he said he can do, and just believing in that, even in the face of adversity or trials or difficulties, that God is a God that we can trust in, that we can believe in. Now, let's be honest. I know sometimes when we're facing extreme adversity, it is super hard to believe. Sometimes, you know, the enemy will bring in those, that you know, that voice of doubt. And we start to question whether or not that sometimes not even God's ability to do it, but his ability to do it for us. Like we can believe God can do it for the other person, but sometimes we struggle with God believing or believing that God would do it for us, right? And we can't really talk about faith without talking about Abraham. Now, this is a man who the Bible calls a man of faith um, in Hebrews or the father of faith, right? He's our, our, our foundational principle of really, truly believing God every throughout his entire life. Um, so Abraham grew up in Ur, which around his father's house, there is not a lot of um, the one true living God being worshipped there. They're, they're worshipping um, a lot of gods, right? And so... Um, like a plural or multi-theistic culture, right? So there's a lot of gods you, that you put your faith in. And so Abraham is is introduced one-on-one with the one true God. And in that, God gives Abraham some instructions to follow. And I will kid you not, there's some pretty hard instructions It is leave your father's house, leave your people, go to a place I'll show you. Now, I know we look at it and we look at the Bible and sometimes 
Um, we don't get to see all of the emotions and feelings behind a person and what they, you know, what they're thinking, the process of it all. But Abraham leaves. Now, I'll kid you not, that would have been hard. Leave your people, leave your hometown, leave your girlfriends, leave all you know, and go to a place that I'll show you. Meaning Abraham didn't even know where he was going, right? But wait a minute, isn't life like that sometimes? Sometimes we get instructions from God and they're partial instructions. It's like, I need you to do this, whatever the this is, but we don't necessarily know the how or the when. And so I personally will kind of sit and go, this just looks too difficult. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to go. And God is saying, I just want you to put the first foot forward and make the attempt to go where he's asking you to go in boldness, trusting and believing that God knows the outcome. He has the master GPS system. He knows where you are. He knows where you're going and he's pointing you in the direction, but he's only giving you turn by turn directions. Not like us. Well, me when I'm looking at my GPS and I will literally hit the details so I can see all of the directions before I set out. So I know that I'm going to go this way for so many miles and I'm going to turn left for and then go straight for so many miles and I'm going to turn right. So I kind of get an idea of the direction that I'm headed in. Well, God doesn't give us those turn by turns. He allows us to see the turn as we are approaching it. And then we know to turn left or to turn right, but he doesn't give us the full length of it all beforehand. Oftentimes, most times, it is turn by turn as you go instructions. And the same was with Abraham found in Genesis chapter 15. Um, he's giving the, Abraham all these instructions. And one thing he does is he makes covenant agreement with Abraham. And he talks about how he'll have these offsprings in chapter 15 of Genesis, how he will be, a, you know, his children will be numerous. And at the time God is saying this, Abraham has no children and he is well past childbearing age. He's old. Okay. He's old. His wife is old. They're, you know, in, entering into the 90s phase, as in years old, and they're old. And here is God giving them a promise that they would have their own children. Now, in this culture, they would have suffered, or at least Sarah would have suffered ridicule for not bearing children. And now here comes her husband to give her a promise in her old age, well past childbearing phase of a promise he received from God. Now, mind you, she would have had to follow Abraham away from her family as well and following after him as he follows after God, not sure the direction they're heading in. Ladies, how, how difficult would that have been for us? I mean, even us today, some of us with our husbands, you know, giving us directions and guidance 
and we want to know all the plan. At least I do. Like, are you sure this is what God told us to do? Right. So, so even with us coming, moving to um, Nevada from California. So my husband tells me that this is the plan. That we're going to move to Nevada. I will kid you not. I do not like heat. I do not have any family in Nevada. I did not have any friends in Nevada. I was going, um, no. Did you really hear God? Because I'm going to fast and pray. I don't know about this this following you to Nevada when we don't even know anybody. And who's going to you know, be there as our support system? We have a great support system here in California. And we have friends and we have family. And why would we upleave that and come to a place, a desert of all places, where there's tons of bugs and tons of heat? And I don't like either. Are you sure you're following God? I mean, ladies, I questioned... Yep, I doubt it um, until I had to really sit with God myself and say, okay, God, I believe that this is this is the man you've, you've given me as my husband. I believe he hears from you and I'm going to trust and I'm going to follow. And I will tell you that moving to Nevada has been one of the greatest decisions we've made. Um, I've got some amazing friends. Um, I got family here now. My in-laws are here. And I know some people that lived in California that are here. It's just been an awesome experience. Yes, I miss my friends and family in California, but it's just been an awesome experience to move away from my my father's house to a land that God would show us. And step by step, God has been showing us and revealing to us what it is that we need to do while we're here in this land. And that's the same thing with Abraham. And so I don't know what God is calling and asking you to do today. But I will say, have that radical faith. Step out on what God is asking you to do and believe him. Let's look at uh, Genesis 15, verse 6. It simply says this. Abraham believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. He believed God. He had this radical faith in God. And in turn, God Credited that radical faith to Abraham as righteousness. Righteousness. Declared right and doing what is right with God. He credited that faith as righteousness to Abraham. right? Because he was willing to believe God in spite of what things looked like and felt like. I like what the, um, that was out of the, NIV, New International Version. But let's look what the Amplified Version says because it kind of expounds on that. Genesis 15, 6, uh, the Amplified. Then Abraham believed in, affirmed, trusted in, relied on, remained steadfast to the Lord. And he, the Lord, counted or credited it to him as righteousness doing right in regard to God and man. He affirmed and believed and trusted and relied on. So faith is not, I'm now, I believe God and I'm independent because I could do my own thing. No, there is this trust and this reliance that God will do what he says he will do. And faith, 
friends, is believing when you can't see. When you can't see the outcome, when you can't feel it, when you can't touch it, you can still believe it because God said he would do it. And he's got a background record. If you look back over your life, God has brought you through some amazing things. You can see it. You can trust his word. You can believe it because he's performed it time and time again. So I don't care what you're facing today. I don't care where you're going through. God has a word for you. Believe. Have that radical faith. Go in peace. God bless you. Until next time, remember to fight life battles God's way with both crown and sword. See you soon.